0: If you live in North Idaho and love frozen yogurt, paninis, adult floats, mimosas, then 32 Below, Froyo and More is for you. They're located here in Courtalline, Idaho, and they have a little something for the whole family. They are also a community minded business. Right now, they're doing a giving tree uh, towards the Children's Village here in North Idaho. So make sure you stop by, check them out, follow them on social media, give them an amazing Yelp review because they are one fantastic business. Welcome to Keeping Taps. I'm Tap the Croc, and every Monday I talk to someone here in North Idaho with the goal to connect more people in the Coeur d'Alene area. And then every Friday I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. All right. I have Deborah with me today. She is a life coach. Um, she has Restoring Hope uh, life coach. She is a wonderful woman. Um, and I'm excited to chat with you. We're going to talk about more of the emotional, mental um, health and wellness of somebody. Um, and right now during November, we are doing focusing on wellness because it is a um, seasonal depression. It's a hard time. See, you know, the holidays are coming. Um, so we're trying to stick to the wellness and keeping well. So I'm bringing on some amazing people like Deborah to give you tips um, and to learn a little bit more about the importance of mental and emotional uh, health. So thank you, Deborah, for talking to me today.
1: Thank you for asking me.
0: Yes, so would you tell us- some- a here. Yes, I know, I'm so excited. So tell us a little bit about you and your background and kind of what you're doing. Well,
1: my background is in uh, teaching, life coaching and psychology. And so I am currently studying for the big test to become a licensed clinical psychologist. So right now I'm what's called a professional psychologist, but my passion really is life coaching. I think, I think life coaching, well, a lot of people don't understand what life coaching is, but instead of people going to see a counselor. Uh, Life Coach just comes and walks alongside of you. And we are taught how to help people go through a block. If there's an emotional block or um, something that is blocking them from achieving their goals, then we're taught how to help them overcome those challenges or those hindrances. So I really like that. Life Coaching also helps people go from here, what current state they're in today, and helping them to move forward where psychology, you know, there's a lot of background questions and stuff. And a lot of people don't want to, you know, divulge information about their childhood, their teen years or something like that. So I think life coaching is a great platform to be able to work with people, like you said, with mental, you know, with mental um, wholeness, emotional wholeness, all that wellness and stuff like that. I think it's a, it's a great, I don't think a lot of people know about it, but I think it's a great platform to be able to work with somebody. So I really love life coaching.
0: Yes. And so let's just say I'm trying to hire a life coach. Like, why is it important for me or who, how do I figure out who I should like hire to, you know, um, help coach me?
1: Well, one of the things I, I think is important personally is you have to find the personality that works well with you because my style isn't going to match with every style. So if a client comes in and you can kind of tell them the first kind of couple moments of like, okay, this is going to be awkward or, oh my gosh, this is going to be a lot of fun. And so I think it's important to do your research. you know, look, look, like you said, look on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, do some background information to see if you like what they're talking about. One of the things I think I have on my website is the stress management plan. And though a lot of the women that I work with have no idea what to do when their kids are bugging them or their jobs bugging them or something's bugging them. And it's hard to say your kids are bugging you because I know you adore your love your kids or you love your boyfriend or girlfriend, but stress and challenges happen. That's when we need that life coach, somebody to come alongside who's been trained and say, you know what, this is how we're going to come over anxiety. Here's a couple tips on that. Here's a couple tips. Oh God, you've been fighting depression. You know what, let's go, let's get you a doctor that you can see the primary care doctor. Then let's look at some things that you can implement in your daily life. And so that's what I enjoy doing is giving people those tips.
0: Yeah. And I think um, it's something we underestimate is stress. Like, yeah, we can deal with it. We handle it but how much it really takes a toll on our bodies. Um, yes. even if you're not battling depression or if you're not battling mental illness, the stress, it just bundles up and then you end up getting sick. I, I know I push myself to a limit where I'm like, all right, I don't feel well anymore. And it's not because I've gotten a cold. It's because of stress so much that your body mm-hmm. starts to just hurt.
1: Yeah, I had a college professor, math teacher, and I can remember he stopped me one day and he said, Deborah, he goes, you're too stressed. He said, you need to stop. He goes, stress kills. And I never forgot that. I think it was in my thirties at the time. Now I'm in my fifties, but I was like, oh my goodness. I never thought about it. So when I went to do my dissertation, I wanted to do it kind of on self-care and in my profession, psychology, there are people, to be honest with you, people don't have a self-care plan. Right. They think it's, quote, selfish to have a self-care plan. And I'm like, you know what, if if looking at the ocean makes you take that deep breath, that aha kind of thing is like, oh my gosh, I let the, the stress of the day, the cares of the world kind of float off of me, then go to the beach. If yours is the mountains and you like the crisp, fresh air, the smell of pines, go to that. It's, my personal favorite is i love watching movies (laughs) i i've liked it since i was a little kid and i still like it i walk in i smell the popcorn i it's like every all my senses come alive and see that's what happens is we just we take on more weight from the day, more pressures, more deadlines. And then all of a sudden you're like carrying that weight of your shoulders. When I go to the movies, I walk in, it's like, woohoo, I'm here.
0: <laughs> Let's have fun. Exactly. And then that, the, the thing about the movies is that you can kind of get lost into this whole different story and this different plot. Um, and it makes you, yeah, yeah I love that. And I, it's, I actually, this is funny because I've heard this a couple of times lately that self-care isn't selfish. And I think that's so important that we realize we're like, oh, we're being selfish because we go get a massage. Oh, we're getting a pedicure or we're, um, you, like you said, taking a trip to the ocean. Like it's not selfish. It's so good for you. Like if you can yeah. have the means to do it, then do it.
1: Yes. And that's the thing I'm writing this little, uh, booklet on anxiety. Cause a lot of the 3000 hours I had, they were, um, mainly a lot of people with anxiety. And I was like, wow, what should, you know, what do I do? And so I wrote this little, 15 page kind of thing. And I have tips on things you can do for like under 10 bucks that are going to be self-care tips for, you know, the everyday person. And like you said, if you have that $50, $60 to go get a massage, by all means, go do that. It's, it's great. But just for a lot of people, I want to give the just different tips that they can do that won't cost a lot of money.
0: Mm -hmm. Especially if you live in an area where you're like, just go take that hike or just walk over to the Like do, those, yes. don't be like, oh, I don't have time. And like some people move to the ocean because they love the ocean and then they end up never seeing the ocean. Right. Like, right. It, but like, I, yeah. Like you're saying
1: is go make your cup of tea or cup of coffee or the lemonade and go sit outside and listen to the birds. Watch the you know wind blow the leaves on the trees. All that can be therapeutic.
0: Oh, I agree a hundred percent. All right, let's ask some fun questions. Um, okay. What What is one life lesson that you have learned the hard way? okay
1: okay, that's uh, okay so it's confession time right
0: <laughs> here's my
1: here's my confession <laughs> okay my my confession is uh had somebody ask me one time she goes are you stubborn and i'm thinking i'm not stubborn and i, I never forgot that it's kind of like the the stress thing and i thought oh my gosh i really am so one of my life lessons i had to her- learn the hard way was about forgiveness and that's really tough because when I held on to unforgiveness for some things that happened to me in my childhood again, which then leads you to psychology, was the forgiveness is holding me prisoner. Forgiveness, unforgiveness is holding me captive for that person who did offense to me. And I really became ill. I mean, physically ill in my 30s, and which then led me to actually becoming depressed. And I needed to forgive some people that had done wrong things to me as a little girl. And I mean, it's so I talk a lot at conferences on forgiveness and forgiveness, of course, from uh, physical is so important. You know, the like you said, the high blood pressure, right? Ulcers, all those kind of things. So personally I became, I lost 30 pounds in 30 days and was suicidal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And and I will tell a lot of people that because, you know, here I am this doctor type thing, but it was really eye opening time for me to understand is I had to walk through forgiveness personally. And now look, you can hear me laugh, you know, you can see the smile on my face. And I'm so glad that I walked through that. <clears throat> and it just, it took talking to a couple friends and kind of like you said, going through some counseling and that type of thing to just make me realize, you know what, that I was the one being the victim when I was the victim, but I became my own victim inside my own little captive birdcage. So
0: yeah. Yeah. Is, I have- is that another reason why you kind of have picked, picked this profession is that you like can identify with your patients? Yeah,
1: definitely. And, you know, again, like there's a, we teach that psychology transference and counter-transference. Now you have to be, that's where you have to really find the client patient kind of, um, the client is a patient, but I mean, you have to have somebody professionally that you can sit across from and talk to that you feel safe. And it was hard for me to find a counselor out there that I felt safe to tell about my stuff you know because i didn't want i didn't want to do that <clears throat> but it, it's important that's why i think life coaching is another alternative to counseling i mean here i am going to be a counselor but i just think if you don't want to go into those deep childhood things a life coach is a great what's the you know
0: yeah it's I'm trying like to think it's like a cattle or like a like the it's the gateway drug to go into counseling
1: <laughs> right kind of platform kind of thing is that here's the alternative to you don't want to see a counselor then awesome here go see a life coach and and work through that I think I think a life coach could have totally helped me go you know what you need to let go of that stuff you need to forgive and here's why you need to forgive you have stomach aches right now you know your face is breaking out (laughs) I'm in my 30s I've got breakouts because of stress you know so Um, that that unforgiveness was a big one for me
0: yeah that's really it's a great, great point to make. Um, so you sit here and inspire people and help people, but what inspires you to be your best self?
1: You know what, it's just so, so many things. I really, I really enjoy people. I enjoy, I guess when you, when you get healed, that part of you is, that childlike part of you seems to come alive again and think that's where i want to hold on to that i want to hold on to that joy that laughter that peace yeah. you know you, you you know we have to you know we all have kind of jobs in some type of capacity but after work it's like i want to go take that walk i want to go play with my dog i want to go play with my kids i want to i want to live life and i want to inspire other people to be the best they can be you know if you're but plumber, be the best plumber, you know? <laughs> Whatever it is that you can just find happiness. So I think just, just people really inspired me. You know, movies inspire me. I can take away something from a movie and go, oh my gosh, you know, I'm gonna think about that and mull over the words, right? You mull over that favorite line, you know, from a movie and something. And then that inspires me to go write something or to talk about something. So well, I think I find my inspiration from people and probably from movies.
0: Oh yeah, that's awesome. Um, so what outside of helping people and movies, do you have other hobbies that you enjoy um, along those lines?
1: I like to read. Finally, I like to read, you know, going to school, it's like, I don't want to pick up another book. So now I, I have these kind of fun mystery kind of, you know, uh, books I read and it's kind of fun just to do that and going to the park I have a two-year-old grandson and oh my goodness he's a, he's on the go and I like taking him to the park there's a lot of fun parks uh, near where I live and he likes being outdoors and just playing again that that childlike thing to be able to find that part of you that likes to play again so I've not been into like knitting or crocheting or you know painting or anything like that don't <laughs> I'm not that talented I guess but
0: <laughs> talented in other ways or you're busy like studying for tests and like going to school so there's that too
1: yeah so that's why i'm saying this maybe when i finally finally you know finish this next chapter of my life then i'll be able to find some kind of hobby And you know people have asked me what's your hobby and i'm thinking let's see writing reading okay <laughs> those are all academic things
0: <laughs> but there's nothing with that like some of the best people like some of my you know people love to read because it just lets them like let go of stuff and so that's a hobby for many Yeah. Not for me. I get like distracted too easily. Uh huh. (laughs) So I know you, um, you from like the um, part of California and Nevada. What kind of like dessert restaurants or your go to favorite like food you love to go to?
1: Well, the thing about being here in Nevada is like these buffets.
0: You can go and handpick, you
1: know, your your entree, your salad, your you know, dessert. So, guy, there's there's so many so many yummy places here. I like buca, that Bucca. Um I think they have those in Southern California too. Yeah. But then again, you got you you go eat that big lasagna or those uh, raviolis, but then you have leftovers. <laughs> so yes. Every place here, you have leftovers. I still like Mexican food that's my that's my favorite and the one here casino it's like four o'clock you know you can't go have that until four o'clock <laughs> what if I want lunch <laughs> so uh yeah there's a lot of a lot of great oh yeah great to eat here oh my gosh
0: I love brunch when brunch those brunch buffets because then you there's just like you can have a little omelet you can have a little pancake yes. the whole thing
1: yes oh yeah
0: so, what is something um, that you have failed at in your life, and but is like maybe made you learn a lot? So, like that one thing. That, I mean, there's probably there's, we all have tons of things we failed at, but what's something you failed at and like have really learned a lot about yourself?
1: Well, I I failed at two different tests mm. actually. So, you know, here's the hiccup: It's I failed the the big test I have to take. I failed it in January and you know, that time of self-reflection after you fail that test, it's like, you can go in, well, my personality can go into self-pity real easy. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, don't go there. You know not to go there. So that, my self-talk has to really change. And so it, we just talked about this at work, about the different people who have failed and taking that failure and started these empires, started these, you know, businesses, wrote these amazing books. So I think I think it's good for us to have, you know, failed that test or didn't get that job we wanted, right? So we didn't pass that interview. I went to one interview. I interviewed three days in a row. I thought for sure I had the job and I didn't, you know, I didn't make the cut. But again, you know, you've got to look at it. Why didn't I do it via that time? And so now that I didn't take I didn't pass that test. I met this great person I study with three days a week. Oh. We have the best time. You know, we're like, we're both, we're both educated women and we've already failed this test, but you know what? We're picking ourselves up, dusting ourselves off and, you know, studying. So now I found somebody that I can talk about the, my challenges to, and we can talk about it. And so we can collaborate and learn from our mistakes. So I think if we can learn from our failures, that's a huge life lesson, isn't it?
0: Yeah. It's amazing. And that's what I think the best thing about, I mean, I love failing because you learn so much about yourself. You learn like, Hey, this is probably not the right way. Or this is, I'm just going to try. I mean, there's so many things that come from failure. Right. Right. So if you uh, had a billboard and you could put anything on your billboard, what would it say? or?
1: You know i think i i like scenery i guess you know those those like the picture of like the mountains or something like that or the ocean with an inspirational quote that would you know make people pause and i think about that a lot it's like you know, we can say a word, but that my interpretation of that word might be different than your interpretation of the words. So I really would want to have a billboard just to have something of a scenery and that quote that just makes people just kind of pause and go, I, you know, I'm going to be okay today. You know what? Yeah, I just lost my job, but you know, I've got my family and they're going to be there and support me through this time, especially like this COVID time, right? So <laughs> it's like, such a hard time on so many levels. So mm-hmm. it would just, it would just be something that would speak to men and women, speak to kids, you know, speak to all, all people of something that just would make them pause and not be stressed or worried where the next paycheck's going to come from or something like that.
0: That would be awesome. No, that's that's perfect. Um, so, like you said, COVID pandemic this world is crazy right now and you are in you know nevada and you have seen yeah. vegas probably change overnight okay. like crazy over there oh yeah and people are dealing with losing their jobs maybe you know and i know there's been some things with like spouses or there has been you know you lost your job or you're mentally going through something or physically there's just i mean it's just a so lot Um, What is like a best piece of advice that someone's like listening? And what is like a positive thing that you can little tip for them that they can go into their day with, um, especially during this really rough time?
1: I, it would be one of those things that we hear of often is, you know, find joy in the little things, Mm -hmm. right? Find that. Find something that makes you laugh. Watch the YouTube clips. I know my great niece. Oh my gosh, will come over here and just get on YouTube and watch funny things. So find find laughter in your day.
0: Mm.
1: Really, I think that I have a cat. What's um, a hairless sphinx cat? So <laughs> she's one now. But the other day she climbed up on the rail of the shower, and then she bent over and she's got these big ears and she bent over and then her you know her tail's in the air and she looked like a bat and I I walked into the bathroom and I'm like looking I'm like what is that you know she's dark colors and it made me laugh and I had to take a picture of it because I went this makes me laugh today. This makes me smile. So finding the joy in my day you know we have a lot of family members here who of course with COVID I probably have five family members out of work right now. And that is a lot, you know, in a, you know, your family or extended family. And so, but the great thing about my family is we do, we find the things that that make us laugh. We find those silly things, even if it's reminiscing about, you know, the time you built the tree, tree fort and you fell out of it because, you know, the step wasn't there. So just finding that joy and teaching your kids, your grandkids things to find that would make will make them laugh right we're all building memories life you know so we're going to remember today there's something in our day that we'll take from today and we'll remember tomorrow so i think just finding joy in the simple little things
0: yeah that's perfect so if someone's listening today and they would love to whether and i'm sure you work with anybody doesn't have to be in vegas or california um and they want to work with you or want to ask more questions about possible life coaching what's the best way that they can get a hold of you
1: I think on the website, uh, the hope doctor, the H O P E D R dot there's an information sheet that they can fill out. And I think my email, right? The hope doctor at gmail.com. dot com. set that up. Please send me an email. Be more than glad to set up a 15 minute kind of consultation, learn more about what you're looking for. And I, my personality is if I'm not a match for you, then I want to steer you towards the, way to find somebody that you're going to be matched with, because I think that's the most important is finding somebody that is going to work well with you. So that's important to me.
0: Yeah, and I think that's, and that's what I like about you is that you do, you're not going to sit there and be like, I want, I want to take your money because I can just, but you're like, I can't help you the way that I know, you know, a colleague can help you, or you know, that they need something more than what you can offer or less than, you know, either that's what I really like. And she's also on Instagram, Facebook, all those things, um, life with Dr. D. Um, so I will tag all the stuff in, in the comments so that you can go and follow her, and also um, reach out if you're willing, if you're wanting to work with uh, Deborah.
1: Thank you, Tabitha, for having me. It's always a joy speaking with you. From the first time I met you, I I liked you so.
0: I know <laughs> Thank we you for really connected. Being real. <laughs> Have a good one. You too. Bye. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping tabs is all about people telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.